Welcome back to the Trench Talk Podcast. In this interview, we talk with Jessica Hayden, who plays offensive line for the Boston Renegades of the Women's Football Alliance. We had a great time talking to her about her experience as an athlete, her impact with the Renegades, and the excitement building around the Women's Football Alliance. If you want to learn more about the league, check out the Born to Play documentary, which aired on ESPN. Uh, The documentary highlights the 2018 championship run made by the Boston Renegades. After speaking with Jessica, we are really excited for the Renegades and the rest of the teams in the league to get back on the field. These women make incredible sacrifices to play this game, and they are making such a huge impact by spreading awareness and sharing their message. Hope you enjoy the interview, and here is Jessica Hayden. going on with cancellations and obviously you guys you were all one of the first people to kind of get canceled and kind of find out that your season wasn't gonna uh, finish all the way through um kind of what what's your opinion on what's going on right now and kind of what was it like for you finding out that you weren't gonna be able to play for a bit yeah I mean that was really hard with us because we were two weeks or so away from our first first game for starting the season and we all pay to play. So, you know, we're thinking like, we've paid all this money, like play, we're all set up, we're like, we're ready to go. And it's a point too, where like, we knew it was starting to really get serious, but I don't think anyone ever knew like how big this actually was going to be. So like people were questioning it. People were concerned about the money. Some people were like, okay with it. Like, I just want to hunker down and like not go anywhere. There was a lot of like mixed emotions on the team, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was very interesting, but in the long shot, I think it was, like, smart. It was the right thing, obviously, to do. And, I mean, I think, like, the bubbles that they had the NBA playing in right now are smart. And, then like, if you do have a season that's kind of the way you have to go, you have to do it because you come in so much contact, especially football, with all these different people that you really can't, like, be, like, hanging out and, like, mixing with, like, other other people outside the sport it's, mm-hmm. it's kind of like I mean school's going back and that's it just seems like a kind of a easy way to spread it kind of a dangerous thing in my opinion yeah I mean kind of going off that um I know a lot of the schools down south they're starting to bring in kids uh just regular students um over the past couple of weeks or so and they've noticed a pretty pretty serious spike in um cases just from people coming from all over um so with you do you travel all the way down from Maine to the Boston area? To I, I don't know. Uh, I normally live in Boston, but once COVID hit, I was like, why am I going to stay in my small little <laughs> little apartment where I can go you know, back home to Maine and have a couple of acres so I can walk in and not to wear a mask, you know, oh, nice. um, and hang out. So yeah, so I'm back home with my, my parents right now. Um, Chris comes back every once in a while. No, I was gonna, that was my um, next question. Yeah, he's, he's mostly staying down in Mass. I don't know if he doesn't like me or not, but <laughs> yeah. you know, 
Uh, yeah, he comes back and visits every once in a while, so that's nice, you know, having him home. Yeah, you guys, you might, what do you line up, get a little pass rush going or something? <laughs> <Very> <laughs> he teaches me a lot, actually. Yeah, definitely. He, every once in a while, I'll, I'll, he'll, he'll FaceTime me or shoot me like a little video, whatnot, kind of showing me what to do and helping me out with my different moves and stuff. So it's, it's nice having my little brother be my coach, I guess. Yeah. And um, kind of going off that, what is it like? Um, getting into this sport after because you you took quite a bit of a, a a break from football for a bit, right? And yeah, now yep. you're doing it at legitimately at like a pro level. You know what I mean? And you you're winning championships and things like that. Kind of take us through your mindset in why you decided to pursue this sport and kind of why you've committed so much that you have to it. Yeah, I mean I haven't played since freshman year my freshman year in high school it's kind of like the last year I played and you know at that point boys are kind of you guys are getting a little bit bigger than us girls you know you're kind of growing up some so um basketball was really the big you know thing in my high school and uh, you know we ended up going to states and stuff like that so my basketball coach really was trying to kind of get me out of that thinking I'd get hurt and stuff so I hadn't played for some years but um I basically came down the city to Boston and I'm out of college so I was like looking for something some way to be competitive some sport like you know I, I miss being on part of a team I miss like being you know running around playing just like that whole like sport aspect so I did a couple of things like you know some soft pitch like slow leagues and uh played on some flag football teams but I kind of always found that like when you're playing on these co-ed teams like you get matched up against another girl which makes sense in a way but I would always get in trouble being a little too aggressive <laughs> maybe <laughs> Um, so like sometimes the guys would have to cover me like in the flag football, but then they would try and like, they were, they were like being too cautious about me. So this is like kind of weird thing. And I was with Christopher one day actually, and we were kind of looking at, I was like, Oh, what's the other thing I can do? Like I hear like rugby is a thing. Sometimes, you know, they have leagues outside the rugby, like, like roller derby. Like what are some like things where like, I can have a team aspect. I can, you know, use kind of my size, my strength and be a little more aggressive, like let some energy out and like, have some fun. And we came across the Renegades. I kind of heard of um, a couple of people I knew, like through like some friends uh, who played in the teams that heard about them and, you know, kind of interesting. We looked them up and they were actually having um, like a, a fall ball because we have a spring season. They like come out, meet us, like run through some drills, see what it's like. Like just, it's like meet and greet essentially, you know, see what practice is like. Um, and I looked at him and I was like, it starts at like one and it was like one thirty, and he's like, let's go. I don't want to be like kid that shows up 45 minutes late to the first like thing. Like, I don't remember like that, but he convinced me and I'm glad he did. Um, he actually stood there in the freezing cold and just like his sweatshirt and watched me the entire time. So it was, it was pretty nice. That's awesome. Yeah. Did you uh, kind of like after that first tryout, did you instantly know that like football was something you wanted to really get back into or did it take a little bit to really like be like, man, I love this sport again? Oh, no, I was hooked instantly. I mean, I've always missed it. I've always been, I've always, I'm going to say gotten in trouble because that's what it is. Like for, in all of sports, like I played softball in college for being too aggressive. Like, you know, somebody comes home and tries to steal. I was a catcher, tries to steal home on me. Like whether I had the ball or not, they weren't coming home. <laughs> so it, it was just like, oh, I'm, I'm allowed to hit them. It's like, you're, you're allowed to be aggressive. I just felt so natural. Like back when I was like, you know, in high school and peewee and playing these things growing up and having other girls who, you know, were my same size, um, you know, who were 
knew more about the sport than me, who knew less about the sport, but just had all these different iterations. I was like, this is, this is where I belong. We, uh, in, in our show, we obviously focus it around offense and defensive linemen. Obviously, you being an offensive lineman for your team, you know, do you feel in a lot of ways we talk about the selfless, uh, selfless act, act um, of playing that position and sort of the sacrifice that you have to go through? Um, do, you, do you feel that in some of, you know, you, you talked about you were a softball player. Do you think some of, um, you know, playing catcher as, as sort of a, a leadership position on the field, do you think that uh, it was kind of a pretty seamless transition to, you know, playing offensive line and sort of being that person to, to be a leader on the field in that position also? Yeah, I definitely think so. Cause you know, in softball, you have to kind of see the field and the same with being on the line. Like you got to know what kind of where everyone's going, whether or not it's your man you're getting or not, but like, you need to know, like a running back's probably going to cut back because that's what she likes to do. Or like this running back's going to plow right through whether I'm there or not. So like, knowing the different like kind of running backs and positions and kind of knowing what I would do is just like in softball. Like I know that girl doesn't have an arm enough to throw home. So I'm going to need to make sure that she has a cut, but you know, over there, my center fielder, she's going to throw a bomb home and I'm going to be able to get this girl out for sure. Um, so I think that definitely came through and, and definitely helped out a lot. Uh, our team is good. And it's really nice that we actually have a lot of love for our, uh, kind of like in Springfield, a lot of love for, for our line. Um, yeah. Which is like, it's really nice to see because one coach was like, yep, you're going to play line. I was like, great <laughs> you'll start you'll start I was like okay <laughs> you know um so um like uh, we have a lot of love to the line like all of the running backs receivers our quarterback like they're our, they're our biggest supporters for sure I uh, oh go ahead go ahead Sam I was just gonna say that's awesome to see like kind of talking about that how would you describe like the culture of your team it seems like you know, with the championships and the success you guys have had, that you really have, like, a great team winning culture. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely different than anything I've ever been on before because where you guys, like, in college or, you know, even the pro level, like, I feel like there's more chances where you guys are together, you're together in the locker room before and after practices, you know, you, you're in your dorm, your classes or wherever it is. With us, like, we're so individual up until the time we're on the field. You know, some of us work nine to five. Some of us work night shifts. Some of us work, like, we all have different lives. We don't, when we have, like, a preseason, we don't even have a locker room we're in. We're in a big field house with little 12-year-olds playing soccer that as soon as, like, it's 8 o'clock and it's time for us on the field, we're running on with our helmets on, and they're, like, trying to take the soccer balls off the field as fast as they can. So, like, we, we are so individual, but I think when we're together, it almost takes us closer because, like, we want to hang out and, like, be around each other more, and we have fun. And it's just a great dynamic when we are together because we know it's such a short time, like road trips. We, you know, we fly down to Florida, like everyone gets in randomly from Friday. Could be you could get in at noon on Friday. Some people could get in at 1 a.m. on Friday. But as soon as like Saturday hits and it's 8 o'clock, you're having breakfast together. You're spending the whole day together because you only have that time because you're most likely flying out Sunday at 6 a.m. And you're not going to see each other again until like Tuesday's practice or Thursday's practice. You don't really know because you don't know who's going to be able to make practice when. So in a way, it brings us closer together, I think. Yeah, that's incredible that you guys give up that much to play this great game. And I feel like that would also bring you closer together, like knowing the person next to you is giving up, spending time with their family, you know, maybe getting a couple hours at their job to, you know, play 
this great game with you and your teammates. I feel like that would have to bring you closer together. Oh, absolutely. Like knowing that like, Hey, where are you going on vacation this year? Oh, I'm not. I just have to take off like every Friday so I can fly to my game or like I'm taking off every Monday cause I'm going to feel like crap the next day. <laughs> like I'm a running back and I just got destroyed. And, like it just like knowing that you're giving up your vacation time that you have at work to play the game and not even to go like, your family or hang out like at a lake house or whatever because obviously the born to play documentary kind of talked about obviously the sort of birth of the league and everything like that but what would be some of the standout things that you would want people to know about um the league and sort of what what it represents and and sort of uh you know where you hope to see the league come uh go in the future um I'm really new to the league, so I, I'm still, like, learning a lot about it. Um, but I really think what we'd like to see is that, like, we'd like to be a place where we don't have to pay to play. You know, like, people recognize our logo. Like, they just see, like, you know, the star doesn't have to say Boston Renegades, and they know that's the women's football team. Or they know that's whoever's, like, football team, uh, where girls feel like they can go and, like, they're just accepted. Like, they want to go play football. It's not a weird thing. You know, it's they're like, yeah, okay, yeah, she plays football. She's a quarterback. She's a lineman. She's a like, wherever she is. Um, and that people, like, come and see our game. And it's just, like, if any other, like, men's sport team that you would have that would be out there, like, college or professional, where it was just, like, uh, like when you watch the video and, like, we have to go to work, but then we have to find time to rehab, but we have to study a playbook, but we also have to go to practice. Like, to fit that all in a day, it's a lot, so it'd be nice if we didn't have to, you know, maybe go to work or didn't have to work as much, but, like, we did get paid. It's a long way down, but to have things like that. Yeah, I uh, read, actually, one of the articles... I can't remember. Uh, it was written obviously about you and it was funny because um, it talked to, in the article, I think it was your coaches talked about obviously your athletic ability and sort of how you've played multiple positions, obviously in your season last year um, in the championship game, you played some D line. Um, did you, did you have some fun playing on the defensive side of the ball? Oh, it was great. I had a uh, coach, I think beginning of the season, my first season, you know, he's kind of testing new players at different positions. And I remember like, in the first couple of weeks, he's like, go, uh, go run the defensive drill. And I ran against our biggest girl. She destroyed me. <laughs> and that was the first time I had done. And that was the last time I did anything really on defense the whole year, the championship game. And he was like, all right, every third down on X, next, next, you're going to go in. I was like, I'm going to defense. And I was like, oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> um, but it was awesome going in there, you know. I think being on the offense and kind of knowing what, I was supposed to do to stop people from doing things that helped me out more like knowing like all right if I like cut this way the offense is supposed to block me this way so if I do that um but it was great to be able to like I think tackle and hit people rather than like block them in a way but when I play offense my goal is in a way to be a defensive player like I love to pull you know if if I can land on top of you that's my goal (laughs) (laughs) yeah you're going to have to ask your coach if you can get some reps at tight end, get, get the ball in your hands a little bit. Yeah, I know. I'm going to have to. Our quarterback's got a, got a great arm. So if I can get back there, that'd be pretty cool. 
Yeah. And uh, just a little more like your coaches, like it seems like they're really like experienced coaches. One of them having experience playing in the NFL, like yeah. they must have really helped you out as someone like returning to the game. And also a lot of you are probably new to the game. They must, it must be a difficult job for them at times to really like teach how to play the game at such a competitive level. Yeah. I really think that's the most of the interesting things is, I mean, I'm very fortunate where I have, you know, I played when I was little, but most girls like haven't played, like maybe you played flag if you're lucky at all, you know, what they know about the game is what they've seen on TV or maybe their, their dad was a coach. Like they have very little experience. So you have girls coming in, you know, just getting in an athletic stance. Like most of us had played sports before in college, definitely in high school. Most of them were contact sports, but you know, we have girls that sometimes like we have, I think a diver on the team, no contact whatsoever. So a lot of our practices, our coaches, you have to break down things like as if you were, you know, with Pee Wee and you teach the kids like those, like, this is how you step, this is how you stand, you know, uh, this is how you block, your very basic skills. You have to learn so fast at a high level because we have no back experience, most of us. And we haven't been taught for years. So you have to crunch down what you would learn probably, you know, from when you started to high school and then like your preseason for a lot of girls. Um, so we're really fortunate to have some coaches with some great experience, knowledge, um, and are able to coach and teach and, and really break that down for us. And I think that's one of the more reasons why we're more successful. Um, we're fortunate to have them. And I uh, kind of piggybacking off of what you're saying is really awesome to see is not often um, you find a team where, I don't want to say egoless, but it's everybody's so goal-oriented and process-oriented into learning and developing as individuals but also as a team and you take in someone with superior knowledge as a coach and you start you have a group of women who are bought into developing in something that they've really never done before um so i think it's really interesting to see that if when you put your ego in a sense aside mm -hmm. yeah um, what, what you can really achieve is really awesome and i what i'm curious to kind of ask you is do you think collectively um, your mindset or the others on the team's mindsets have changed outside of the game of football because of this experience? Not often in life um, are you criticized or kind of coached up um, and have to change your habits. But now that you have that um, on the side, have you noticed a change in your life um, and the way you do things? Um, I definitely think so. I think it makes girls a lot more confident and a lot more proud, um, you know, to have, it's a weird thing for women to be playing football. Like, you know, it's nothing that's been done. So like to have another group of women that also love the game too, that supports you, you know, I think it gives you an extra confidence level when you go out there and like someone says, what do you do? Like, Oh, like you're injured. What are you injured from? And you tell them like, I'm personally like kind of proud of it. Cause like, there's a whole group of us that are doing it and it's really cool and it's fun and like the support systems I think it's, it's great um like I said most of us come from you know college teams or at least high school teams so a lot of us have that knowledge and set of you know the team aspect you know you're not an individual you're with the team you're for the, like that I think that definitely helps out um it's definitely helped me out at work for sure working in big groups of people you know that maybe I, I didn't go along with why they were doing something or they're doing something a different way and like learning how to work with them for sure um that's definitely helped me out personally where it has a lot of the other girls too
like you're you're obviously from a, a, a family where you know athletics are, are very big mm-hmm. in your family you know and, and you were kind of lucky enough to come from that there's some there's some women who don't come from those necessarily same family backgrounds where athletics and football you know they don't really know much about it so just the education part knowing that this is a possibility you know is, is a great way to just grow the league alone which is awesome yeah, we meet so many little girls that like their parents will come up to us and say, you know, she's playing flag football this year, or she went out and, you know, she's been playing with the boys in the streets or, or you know, whatever it is, just like the end of the, the documentary with that, that note from that little girl, uh, you know, we have since then, I mean, she was one of like the first of many, but so many like notes and letters come in and like parents telling us that like my daughter plays because of you. And it's really cool and special. We get to sign like balls for them after the game sometimes and you know, we'll bring them out onto the field and do different games and stuff with them. Um, so it, it, it's great seeing them then grow and the confidence and, like, it's not weird. They can come out and play. That's awesome. This, is a, this has been very eye-opening for – I'll speak for me. It's been very <laughs> eye-opening for me, and I'm sure these guys will attest to it. Um, you guys are doing a, a, a very legitimate thing, and – it's, it's pretty awesome. I, I hope you guys get more television or whatever it may be, because now I'm, now I'm curious <laughs> and uh, I kind of want to see how, how far this thing can go. So you, you've at least gained uh, three little groupies here today. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> we hooked you guys, you know, cause football is normally a fall thing, but it's a spring thing. So you get your spring fix, you know, yeah. you go to football. So you, you guys would be all set. That's it. And I, well, I, I come and watch you guys. You come watch us. Like, <laughs> we have a partnership here. Yeah, it's really, we might have to sponsor. Get some sponsors going. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> it's been absolutely our honor to have you on. And thank you. We want to wish you luck, and uh, hopefully, in 2021, we're gonna be having some football in the spring, and we can root you on. But hopefully, with you know, fingers crossed, with everything <laughs> getting getting okay by then. <laughs> For sure, for sure. Hopefully you guys be able to watch us on ESPN win another championship. That's right. It, yes. With, with the way things are going, if you guys could tough it out and get some games in, it might be the only thing uh, that might be on ESPN. <laughs> <laughs> we'll take that for sure. <laughs>